The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. That's from Genesis chapter 50. We're looking at verses 15 to 17 where Moses writes, When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, What if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him? So they sent word to Joseph, saying, Your father left these instructions before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask you to forgive your brothers the sins and the wrongs they committed in treating you so badly. Now please forgive the sins of the servants of the God of your father. When their message came to him, Joseph wept. My dear friends in Christ, Joseph's brothers had every reason to doubt Joseph's forgiveness. And, and if you think about the story of Joseph and his brothers and Jacob, their father, you'd say, yeah, they did have every reason to doubt Joseph's forgiveness because, because Joseph was his father Jacob's favorite son and and because Joseph appears to have known that he was the favorite and also seems to have taken advantage of that being a little bit of a spoiled child under the circumstances, well, because of all of that, his brothers didn't like him very much. And, and just going over some of the story leading up to our reading for tonight, well, on one occasion, what happened is that Jacob sent Joseph out to check up on his brothers when they were out tending the family flocks. And when the brothers saw him coming, this was their opportunity. They saw their tattletailed, spoiled brother and they said, after a number of things happened, they said, let's sell him into slavery, and they did. They sold him into slavery. Joseph was sent down to Egypt. He was sold as a slave to Potiphar, an official down there in Egypt. And then Potiphar's wife made some false charges against Joseph, and Joseph ended up in prison. Things were getting worse and worse. And just imagine how much Joseph must have loved his brothers at that particular time. I'm saying that facetiously, of course. But then things turned around a little bit. While in prison, Joseph interpreted some dreams. In particular, he interpreted dreams. God gave him the interpretation of some dreams for the Egyptian pharaoh. And the interpretation of those dreams said that there were going to be seven years of plenty, and then there would be seven years of famine. And it would be so important for the Egyptians to prepare for those seven years of famine because if they didn't prepare for those years, 
then they'd end up devastated. Well, when Joseph told Pharaoh, you need to find somebody to take care of getting things ready, Pharaoh said, you're the man. And Joseph was made second in charge in all of Egypt. And well, because that famine was one that extended beyond Egypt and reached into Palestine where Joseph's father and brothers were staying, well, what happened is that the brothers ended up being sent down to Joseph because there was food there to buy food from him. When the brothers came to Egypt, they were reunited with Joseph, but an Egyptianized Egypt, an Egyptianized Joseph, they didn't recognize. Joseph recognized the brothers. And so what Joseph was able to do is he was able to check out his brothers and find out if they were sorry for the sin that they had committed against him for treating him so badly. When he recognized that the brothers were repentant, that they were sorry for what they had done, well then, then what happened is that that revelation just, he revealed himself to them and that revelation just scared the brothers. They doubted Joseph's forgiveness and we'd say rightfully so. We'd say rightfully so. But Joseph said to his brothers, do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. And then as a result of that, Jacob and, and his entire family, all the brothers came down and lived in Egypt to survive the famine. Well, our reading now, it takes place about 17 years after Jacob and his family had moved to Egypt because of the famine. Jacob had just died. And as a result of their father's death, the brothers were plagued. They doubted Joseph's forgiveness. And they wondered if now would finally be the time that Joseph would try to get even. They wondered about that. Their consciences seemed to have been troubling them for, for decades, bothering them like this. It appears that for like about 40 years, their consciences were, were troubling them. Imagine carrying a sin like that for so long. Our reading says, So they sent word to Joseph, saying, your father left these instructions before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask you to forgive your brothers the sins and the wrongs they had committed in treating you so badly. Now please forgive the sins of the servants of the God of your father. I've often wondered if Jacob really said this to the brothers or if they concocted that story to try to protect themselves. But actually, if you look at everything that went on here, the brothers did seem to be truly sorry for their sin and 
So there really isn't reason for us to doubt that Jacob said that, even though it's not recorded in Scripture that he actually did that. But let's say that they did, that Jacob did tell the brothers that, that the brothers were really sorry, and, and Joseph didn't doubt their forgiveness, their, their, their being sorry for their sin. Our reading says, when the brother's message came to him, Joseph wept. He may have wept those tears of sadness at this point in time because he was thinking, oh my goodness, I told my brothers that I forgave them, that God had a plan and, and this was all a part of his plan and we should accept that, but but they doubted my forgiveness. Now that may have really troubled Joseph at this particular time, or, or maybe his tears were tears of joy because he was saying, well, maybe we hadn't taken care of this. We hadn't gotten this all dealt with so that they would have believed in Joseph's forgiveness, but now maybe finally, they could get that all taken care of and behind them. But they had doubted Joseph's forgiveness. And think about what grief that caused them for, for decades of their lives. So what's this reading saying to us today? As those brothers didn't need to doubt Joseph's forgiveness. And of course, let's remember again, there was reason for them to doubt. But as they really didn't need to doubt that, so we, because of Jesus, have even less reason to doubt God's forgiveness. Instead, we have every reason to just simply believe in God's forgiveness because Jesus lived and died for us and he paid for all of our sins. John the Baptist said of Jesus, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And the Apostle John, he says, the blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us for, from all sin. God's forgiveness in Jesus is sure and is guaranteed. Don't doubt it. Keep asking the Holy Spirit for his help to keep on fighting against the sin that's in your life and, and then rejoice in the forgiveness that you have in Jesus. Rejoice in that forgiveness. So don't doubt God's forgiveness. Know that through faith in Jesus, God's forgiveness, it's real and it's certain and it's guaranteed. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, maybe it's hard for us to imagine the pangs of conscience that plagued Joseph's brothers, but maybe it's not so hard for us to imagine it because, because at times, Satan may have convinced us that we should doubt God's forgiveness.
Well, thank you for saying to us, don't doubt your forgiveness, to know that our sins are all washed away by the blood of Christ. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.